Welcome to the 10-part series, Sis Start, created specifically for entrepreneurs looking for motivation and that push to move forward in their dreams. Also, make sure that you follow April World Speaking on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, wherever podcasts are available. Are you ready to catch these gems? And always remember, Sis Start! Hello, ladies. I know it's been a minute since you guys have gotten a podcast um, released from me. Um, it was just so many events this year that, of course, it's 2020. So, so many different things are happening. Um, but I am in transition with a couple things. And, um, of course, COVID is happening, the pandemic. And I literally stayed home with the kids for about a month and homeschooled them. And it was so tough because I have multiple kids. It's not just one. Um, so I really honed in and it was really hard. So I really want to give a shout out to the parents out there who are um, teaching their kids and taking the time out to make sure their kids are on task. I was doing the same thing. Sometimes I would have to have a bottle of wine uh, closer to the end of the week to relax. But I made sure my kids were on point on on top of everything. And it was really hard. And I also want to tilt my hat to the teachers who have the patience to teach our children so now some time has passed and um, my kids are back in school and we do practice safety as far as the mask and the hand sanitizer you know and being really clean I had to talk to them about that because that was anxiety for me to send them back to school however they are in school safely and now I have my time to focus on you beautiful ladies and to encourage you um, and today I'll be talking about negotiations so make sure that you find a nice quiet spot um, you get your drink of choice if it's water if it's juice if it's wine whatever I don't judge uh and take really good notes because you're really going to want to listen to um this podcast in regards to negotiation because it is one of the hardest things for women that I've seen in my career and as being an entrepreneur and what has propelled me um to the top of my game um is to be a really good negotiator so I hope you enjoy ladies and uh I'll talk to you next week have a good day Thank you for joining me for another episode of Sis Start. Before I get started on today's topic, I want to make sure that you are following me on all social media outlets, April World Speaking, Facebook and Instagram, April World's Consulting on LinkedIn. And also you can always visit me and listen to my podcast on my website, aprilroseconsulting.com. Also, if you are listening to this podcast and you are thinking about reaching out uh, for some consultation due to wanting to start a business, um, learning where to start, needing some assistance and guidance, if you DM me on Instagram, you will be able to um, get a free 30 
minute consultation from me. Just mention this episode um, and some of the items that I talk about today to let me know that you really did listen um, and you will receive a 30 minute consultation from me. I enjoy finding new clients, people who are passionate about their business and their ideas. Um, So a free 30 minute consultation if you leave some information in my DM about this specific podcast today. So today, I would like to speak to you about negotiations, right? When you are a person in business, an entrepreneur, even in a normal career, even in relationships, negotiations and the act of negotiating is very essential and needed. Many people shy away from this particular um, event, specifically women, which is why I started Start is to encourage the woman business owner. However, I do have to say that I did learn the I did learn the technique of negotiation through a man. Okay, uh, so. It's something that almost, it doesn't come natural to them, but it is a stronger skill set in men than I see in women. However, that doesn't mean that women cannot um, be a good negotiator. And like I said, it's very essential in a business environment. So negotiating um, in any situation is where two sides are speaking about a subject right? Or speaking about something that they both want. And there has to be a back and forth or a negotiation to get to a middle ground where both can agree um, on the outcome. And that's pretty much what a negotiation is. And um, growing up, I did not understand negotiation to the fullest extent. Uh, let's say, um, you know, buying products or just going out um, and negotiating salaries while I was trying to get a job. I wasn't very clear on what negotiation is. And a lot of negotiation is one, knowing what the subject matter is. Also, researching Understanding what the other party knows or possibly knows and really understanding what you need from that negotiation, the middle ground. Also, another aspect of of negotiation is what can you live without? You may come to the table and you may know that you want A, B and C, but realistically in a negotiation, you want to get to a common ground, but you may not get all of the elements that you thought that you were going to get originally, right? But as you're going through the negotiation process and you're listening to the other side, you may see that all the elements that you want may not be given. However, the the main result or the goal is to meet this middle ground. All right. So since I explained that, let's move forward and talk about how do you actually negotiate? So I'm going to bring it to a perspective. I'll probably give two examples. I can talk to the people who are business owners right now. And I can also talk to people who are career driven. So. And it might be easier for me to switch it more on a career side. So when you think about 
you wanting a particular job and you go out and you see the job description and you see that you fit that job description um the first thing i did as a person who was career driven which i'm no longer career driven I would look at the job description, see and check off everything that applied to me. And there possibly may be things on the job description that I have not done, but I'm willing to grow in that area. I would research that particular position as well. Not only the job description, but I would just research other jobs, see what they're looking for, looking at the salary that they're offering, what I want personally from being in a position uh, that I'm researching. Uh, How do I see my career growing? What do I want in my everyday routine working in this position? So I have all of the elements um, that I can discuss in this negotiation. Usually you go through an interview and once you go through the interview process um, and the other side knows that you might be a valid candidate for the position, then they will give you an offer. They will have a ballpark figure of an offer that they want to offer you. Now, here's the first step. A lot of people don't realize once a a company absolutely knows, and I can't say absolutely because there's other elements like drug screens and background checks, but once they know that you are the right fit for this position, it's actually leverage for you, right? Once they come to you and offer you a salary, that is a green light and for you to understand that you have leverage because they see you as a valid candidate. Now, not to say um, they don't have a backup in case you decline the offer. They possibly could have a backup and they might not. So that's against you. That's not in your favor because you really don't know which way to go. However, it is a good indicator that you are the one that they want to go for, right? So, as you go and you re- you see the offer, first off, I would recommend you not accept the offer right away. That shows that you are anxious for a job, um, that you don't care, you don't want to do any research, uh, unless the ballpark figure is right exactly where you want it to be. Everyone has a choice. You can take the offer. You can move forward in the job. But I highly recommend you say, well, could I have a few days? And I've seen up to five days. I've seen up to two weeks to accept an offer. It just depends on the industry that you're you're in and how fast they need a candidate in that position. And by the way, if you don't know, I the reason I know all of this is because I am... Uh, My background is human resources. So I've seen this hundreds of thousands of times. So I pretty much know what I'm talking about when it comes to negotiating a salary um, in the interview process. So like I said, I highly recommend that you actually do the research. Like I said, after you've told them, if you want a couple days, if you need a few days, let them know that. Say, you know, I really want to thank you for this offer. This is so awesome that, you know, you offered me this position. However, I would like to take some time to look over um, this offer and uh, get back with you in a few days. How does that sound? So that's a very professional way of not officially accepting the offer, but there's a possibility that you will. However, you need time to look it over, right? 
So in that time, what you want to do, like I said, if you did not thoroughly do this in the interview process, you want to make sure that you look at similar positions in your field and make sure that those job descriptions are similar um, and that the ballpark figures are pretty much the same. Now, if you are from Indiana, you don't want to look for um, a position of similar caliber in New York. You want to look if from the Midwest area, you know, because every region of the United States have a different cost of living. So don't research <laughs> if you're from Indiana, a position in New York and come back with the New York number because they will absolutely say, thank you for thinking about this offer. And um, our counter offer is no. <laughs> because it's going to be out of their range. You want to come back with something that's realistic. Now, your first option is to decline the offer. Um, if you just don't want the job, they came back so low, it's like, you know what? There's no way I can negotiate this. Number two, you have the option, if they're in the ballpark figure, to ask for a few days and do the research, right? And so you're doing the research and you come back to them. What you want to think about there's a few things when you go back to them and you want a counter offer. First, you want to look at their benefits package, okay? Because sometimes, even though the salary is not your ideal, they may have a stellar benefits package. And if you calculate it, it might go above and beyond um, the dollar value Then if you didn't have the benefits at all. So you always want to look at the benefit package because sometimes you can even negotiate time off, right? You can negotiate time off, uh, the PTO, vacation time. So there's different elements in the whole package of the offer that you want to look at. So the dollar amount, the benefits package, you know, your time off. There's many things that you can negotiate, right? And so when you come back with the ballpark figure, go ahead and counter offer and let them know this is, you know, thank you for giving me this offer, but this is my counter offer. And then also give them the reasons behind it. If you want more time off, just say, you know, sometimes you know, I, I'm such an overachiever and I put so much energy into my work. Um, I tend to stay, you know, after hours, after five o'clock or I work through the night that sometimes my brain just needs a break. So if I could get a couple of PTO days added to this package or an extra week added to this package, it would help in self-care for me, you know, and re-energize uh, myself in order to be a better worker. So that's just one aspect to look at it. And then your third option, you can decline the offer, you can negotiate the offer, and then um, you can just accept it the way it is. And many people do that for many reasons because people need a job. So you always have three options uh, when a company offers you a position and negotiation is key. And a lot of women tend to not negotiate. They tend to, even in life, even in relationships, even in business, even in whatever, they tend to take what's offered to them without realizing that you have the opportunity to negotiate. When human resources give you an offer, they have a budget and they usually start at the bottom unless they feel that this person is absolutely 100% the person that they want for the position, right? They may have um, 
referrals, you know, from someone that they trust or um, someone vouched for them and told them about their background, then they'll start to uh, offer you at the top, right? Because they really want you. And that's even more leverage for a person to go back at them and get a higher salary. But most companies generally start between if there's a $10,000 range, let's say from 50 to 60, they will go, if they have a budget of $60,000, they'll start from 50 to 55,000 anywhere from there to negotiate to give them a few thousand left over. Um, if the, if the opposite person or the candidate, um, tries to negotiate, they still have a few thousand. So always remember that. Um, I don't miss, (laughs) I don't miss corporate America at all, just for like, so many reasons. Uh, it's all a mind game, but being a business owner, it's very fulfilling to negotiate because I know it's my business, right? Um, I had to do a lot of negotiations from the HR side, but you know, the benefit is for that company, for that CEO, for that, you know, the board, for the executives, for the shareholders, it's really not going, um, into my pocket. So even though it's a skill that I learned now, I want to talk to the business owners and bring that from more of a corporate side negotiation to business. Okay, so moving on to business. Now that we talked about the career and jobs and negotiating salaries, let's move on to business and entrepreneurship and how can we successfully negotiate the things that we need in our business or what we need from others um, to be successful in entrepreneurship um, and to grow our business successfully. So like I've said, I've seen negotiations happen for (laughs) more than a decade now, um, a little bit longer than that. Um, And I've seen them go good. I've seen them go bad. I've seen just everything in between. But like I said, it's very essential in a business environment to be able to negotiate and to come to terms with um, partnering with other people and coming together if you have a skill set and they have a skill set or they have assets or um, just something that you need within your business and they see something within you that they need, it's very good to be able to negotiate. So let's talk about business and negotiation. And more further and to dig a bit deeper, let's even talk about the techniques that you would probably want to use to be a very good negotiator. And I've used a few of these techniques and they've worked really well for me. Um, Sometimes not so well because everything, you're not going to bat a hundred or whatever they call it. You're not going to always win in negotiations, but the, the, the end goal is to have a meeting of the minds and to get to a place where you guys can both agree or ladies, not just to use the term guys, but agree and be happy with the offer that's sitting there right on the table. So let's start off with um, the feeling of negotiation and going into the negotiation stage um, in business. And a lot of times people don't don't like it. You know, a lot of times it's it could feel like a negative and it feels like you're nervous or anxious or have anxiety in going into a negotiation. But why not? Think about it as a positive. I'm an optimist. A lot of bad things can happen in life. But like it says, when life gives you lemons, we do what? 
we turn it into lemonade. So why not reframe your anxiety into excitement, right? That you, okay, I'm feeling a certain type of way inside. This is an exciting time. This is something that you're going to need for your business. It's going to grow. Let's get excited. Let's not go in our shoulders slumped. Let's stand up straight, tall, confident, confidence. That has gotten me through a lot of things, even though I could be going through pure hell before the negotiation. It could be on a personal level through work. Confidence is always key. So reframe your anxiety into excitement, right? Don't let them see that you're afraid. Let them know that you're confident that, you know, what the the subject you're discussing or the asset you're discussing or the skill that you're discussing or the partnering, they want to see that whoever they are going into this uh, partnership with is a person who's positive. So let's start there. Okay. Secondly is mirroring. So let's say they throw ideas out there and you're throwing ideas out there. Um, You want to mirror them. You want to probably mirror their, not so much always their behavior, but maybe their tone. Okay. You don't want to be, you know, talking low and they're coming in very confident, right? Uh, Or you don't want to overspeak them and they're at a very normal tone. Mirror their voice, right? Let's let's be on equal footing there um, and also mirror what they say. So if they say something to the lines of, well, you know, this project could possibly take six months and I need a partner who has the ability um, to uh, strategize and, uh, you know, work backwards, of course, in strategy and show me the timelines uh, before we get to close to the deadline. And so you mirror that. Okay, so you do have a project and you're thinking that it's going to take about six months and you just want to be confident um, in whoever you're working with. And hopefully it's me that I can show you steady uh you know, uh, areas or steady uh, segments within this project that I'm on time and I'm on target with meeting the deadline. Am I correct? You know, always ask, am I hearing you right? So that shows confidence that you're paying attention. You're not daydreaming. You're intently listening, even taking notes. Um, so why not mirror the things that they're saying to make them understand and help them understand that, yes, you do, um, want to come to a middle ground. You do want to be, um, someone that is a partner with them and that you're fully hearing what they're saying. Always mirror, you know, uh, the opposite person in a negotiation. Also, a big thing that I do that works for me. And a lot of people are not comfortable with this. And I'm talking to sis, my sisters out there, sis, start. This is my whole podcast, the 10-part series. People are not comfortable with this. And I am. I had to learn to do this. Sometimes I catch myself because I want to jump the gun. But silence. If you're making an offer, right? And you might want to go in and they gave you a lower offer and you're going in at a higher offer or maybe you want to start the offering process. Silence. Once you make that offer, that's it. And it's also key in sales. I'm very good at sales as well. Um, But that's key. Silence. Because 
that shows one, you're confident about what you're offered, what you've offered or in sales, your product. Um, and two, you want to give them time to sit there and think about it. And so as you're being silent, you don't want to break the silence. It, I know it's going to feel like a really long time, but in actuality, when you look back at it, it's not. But you're giving the other side time to think about that offer. Do not break the silence. Let them speak after that. Do not follow up and say, well, the reason why I'm offering this is because. No, you should have done that already. The final answer or in the middle of the negotiation what you're offering here it is it's on the table boom silence like this i'm being silent for you guys this is it's going to be silent in the negotiation after you make your offer like this give it 5 10 15 seconds what's needed just sit there All right and the in the seconds are ticking because what this is doing, <laughs> like I said, is showing that you're confident in your offer. And if you break that silence, who knows if the other side is actually in agreement with what you said. Sometimes you can talk yourself out of your offer. And if you're selling a product, you can talk yourself out of that sale. Stay quiet. And let them speak back to you based on one, if they agree with the offer or two, they have a counter offer and intently listen. So there's no more talking for you after you've made that offer. Okay. So I want you to think about those things. Go into the negotiation excited. Don't be anxious. Mirror. You know, mirror the tone of their voice. Mirror maybe some of the gestures that they're doing. If their arms are crossed, maybe cross your arms. If their arms are relaxed, relax your arms. And then finally, silence. There's so many techniques. Go ahead and do some research yourself. I'm fascinated um, in the event of negotiation. I love it. I absolutely love it. Opens so many doors for me. Go ahead and research a lot of the different techniques that are out there as far as negotiation. I love the silence technique. It really shows confidence. Don't over talk it. But in your business, you're going to have to use the skill of negotiation in order to partner with people for your business, in order to buy products for your business, in order to do so many things to push your business as an entrepreneur forward. You always want to show confidence. So I hope, ladies, that this podcast about negotiations has helped you has opened your eyes, make you feel confident because you are. This is your business. This is your idea. Never let anyone sway you, right? They said the idea is a business really is thought of twice, once in your head and sec secondly, when it's actually done. You do think about your business in two different ways, in your brain, but what separates an entrepreneur from a want wantapreneur is the act of doing. And so that second time you're thinking about your business and you're creating your business and you see it manifested, that is the second time you think about your business. So, hey, I hope you enjoyed this podcast today. Make sure that you leave comments. Um, I am on the Anchor app, so you can actually leave voice comments. You can always go to my Instagram page or Facebook page, April Rose Speaking, um, LinkedIn, April Rose Consulting, and let me know how you're feeling about these podcasts. I hope they're really motivating to you because I believe in you, and that's why I'm here. Remember, if you um, DM me on Instagram and let me know some of the ideas that you know sparked your brain and click that little light bulb on, 
make sure you leave that idea in my DM. And if you're interested, you can get a free 30 minute consultation from me. Thank you. And always remember, sis, start. Ha, ha, ha.